welcome to Be Simply. This is she, and I want to thank you for being here in this moment. This week, we're connecting to luxurious growth as it relates to the alchemy of food, which is, in essence, the alchemy of you. When we bring some awareness on what we're nourishing our body with, physically, emotionally, mentally, all those infeeds contribute to how we can show up on a daily basis. When they are not aligned, it can create imbalance. So what I'd love for all of us to do in this moment is to think about that we're at this point in time in summer in the northern hemisphere and winter in the southern hemisphere we are welcoming in the yang energy fully and we're also welcoming in uh, the yin energy fully in the southern hemisphere so this transition is a really powerful time to self-reflect and think about what can i harness as i move forward in the season so that it can help in the seasons to come so this is part of the work that we're doing in the class that i'm teaching locally and online around how we relate to food and the nutrients we put in ourselves, but how to learn how to listen on a deeper level, how to connect to your soul and think about the long range plan, the eternal plan and what that looks like and how we can honor and respect ourselves in each and every day, not only by what we put in our mouth, but what we think, what we speak, how we act and move from there. So without further ado, what I'd like to do is just take a respite to ground us into the root. And so that root is at the base of your spine. It's connected to the earth's energy. And when we have a strong foundational structure, meaning that we have a good water source, a good food source, a good shelter, and we have currency flowing in, then we can be assured that our foundational structure, our essential needs are met, and we aren't in fight or flight. When any of those do not exist, then we are in what's known as fight or flight, or if we feel that they're in jeopardy of not being there, or we're feeling like we want to make a change in our life, and we know that if we do, some of those things might be compromised, that can cause fight or flight. And then what that does is it pulls everything into a transitory state until stabilization is reached. So as we go into this yang forward moving season, I welcome all of you to find the earth and really think, you know, with forward thinking, when we think about our actions and how they're going to reflect in the future, what the impact will be, there is a very powerful process that occurs because then we're not just doing impulsive actions. We're actually thinking, hmm, if I do this, how is it going to impact myself? How is it going to impact others? And is there a feedback loop in the future? And there might be an immediate feedback loop similar to if you pull back a rubber band and let go, there's going to be a feedback loop. But there's another feedback loop that many of us are not cognizant of, is that with every cause, there's an effect. And those effects oftentimes are not felt immediately, and sometimes they're not felt until future, meaning it could be in future lives. If you are in a belief system of one life, then it would be uh, in the future, wherever you go in the cosmos, in the kingdom of heaven, or wherever that might be. So, without getting into a theological conversation, what I want to share right now is a little opportunity for you to connect to that root energy and feel your power and feel the energy you'd like to harness into this period of growth. 
So what we're going to do is we're going to gently connect to a little random wrap. It's called Falling Tao. I've used this before. In the Tao, when we are completely in harmony with all elements, uh, then we are pretty much in alignment with our ecosystem, with ourself internally and externally. So I welcome you right now just to breathe in from the base of the spine and breathe in from the earth's energy and keep that energy just at the base of the spine, feeling your foundational structure and then exhaling out. Again, inhale and exhale. Again, inhale and exhale. Another one, inhale and exhale. As you continue to breathe in and out, I welcome you just to be present with whatever arrives. Allow the breath to come up from the earth into the base of the spine and then exhale out.
to fall away and simply connecting a little bit deeper to your inner landscape, uh, giving yourself the opportunity to listen. So on a daily basis, if we have the opportunity to connect with ourself, to feel into what is next, there's this beautiful opportunity to self-examine and to really become aware of what's best for self. So as it relates to the plant kingdom, the animal kingdom, the earth, and everything around us and the people we interact with, it, we have an opportunity every day to be nourishing ourselves and others. And it's a choice. Do we want to fixate on what we think could happen? Do we want to fixate on maybe people's rough edges or the impending uh, cataclysmic moment that might occur uh, here on planet Earth or anywhere for that matter, we can focus so much on those things that we create a lot of chaos for ourselves and others. And so as we enter into this period of luxurious growth, meaning that this is an opportunity to explore a lot of people in winter and summer, there's vacation time, there's family time, there's time to play. Yet there's also time that 
is beneficial spent really thinking about where do I want to put my resources? Where do I want to put my energy? Because that's going to grow. So if we expend all our energy just uh, on play, then what's going to happen is other things get neglected. And that might be self, it might be work, it might be a relationship. So when we're really aware where we want to place our, our energy and where we want to feed our energy, this is a beautiful opportunity to see, wow, it, would I like to really focus and feed my energy into my work, my relationship, my family, my kids? And you know what? All the time I spend worrying about others or uh, becoming too involved in world events where it causes me anxiety or being upset, why don't I put my energy towards the areas that I know I can make an impact, that I know I can actually feed and nourish with good conscience and with positive energy. So if we want to have luxurious growth during this time of year, and this is something that is uh, connected in Chinese medicine and acknowledged as that yang energy comes in, if we want to feel that inspiration, that passion, and grow with it, rather than let it go through entropy and die out, we can harness that energy and say, oh, I feel super inspired and I'm going to apply this to this project I haven't done, haven't spent time on or this book I want to write or this, this painting I want to paint or this movie I want to create or this car I want to build, whatever it might be. Or we could say, oh, it feels so good, but I'm just going to lounge around and I'll get to that later. But we're, then we're missing out on the opportunity to harness that energy and direct it towards where we want to go. Now, you might be asking yourself, what does this have to do with food? Well, everything. Because if you're in a, a state of, imagine if you're training like for a marathon or a big sport that you're involved in, you're going to be very cognizant of what you're putting in your body, the fuel you eat so you can sustain through your workouts, so you can sustain through competition if that's included. And you're going to be really aware of what you do physically and how much rest you get and how much different exercises you do to support the physical and the mental. Because it's, you know, when you're an athlete, there's as much mental as there is physical. So think about that. You're like, okay, I have to reserve my energy. I'm going to have to make sure I get to bed a little earlier. I'm not going to be able to party as much, or I'm not going to be able to indulge in certain things. So all of a sudden, when we become aware of where we want to put our resources, we realize, hmm, do I want to go out on that all night party boat and then have to recover for the next two days? Or maybe I'd like to have a nice dinner with my uh, significant other, go and walk along the beach get to bed at a decent time, get up early, and keep sustaining where I'm putting my energy. But when we have these hills and valleys and recovery periods, it's really hard to sustain where we're putting our focus. And this is oftentimes what happens. People go away for a long vacation, they come back and they have that re-entry period of, okay, I have to get back into my reality. Not to say you shouldn't go on vacations and travel because I love to do it myself. However, when you're in that process, there's an opportunity to stay in harmony. When I traveled to Greece one time, I was in training. So I would run on these islands. People thought I was a little crazy, I think, but I needed to sustain my training. So that became a part of the vacation as much as possible. It waned a little bit towards the end, but I knew if I didn't keep it up and keep up my nutrition the way I was used to, that I would have a hard recovery period when I came back. So these are where we make choices. It's like, okay, how do I want, how and where do I want to place my energy? 
and where is going to be the biggest return. So very much like the metaphor of the athlete, if you put in those hours, you're going to see the return, the result in your competition, in the way you perform. If you do this as an artist, if you put that energy towards where you want to focus, you're going to see the return on it. If you put it towards your work, you're going to see the return on it. If you put it towards your relationships, you're going to see the return on it. So the key here is not to overcommit, not to commit to too many things. And so a lot of times people like to be in free form all the time and you know may steer away from scheduling especially if uh, they have a really really free spirit that feels very constraining but the whole universe is an algorithm there's energetic infeeds of cause and effect as i mentioned earlier that are feeding into the future so there's a structural basis to everything that's happening we see it in nature we see it in our physical bodies, the, the dimensions, the proportions that are there. We see this in music. There's all these structures that are there supporting the organism to be at its potential. So if we don't apply these structures to our own physical life, the one that we're living out, things will fall out of balance, simply put. So as we go into this period of growth, there's an opportunity to take all the foods, the rainbow of foods that are out there, and bringing this back to food right now, and nourish yourself, not overindulge, but nourish self. And if you think, I've used this example before about like an apricot tree, all these apricots ripen at the exact same time. And then what happens is you can't eat them all, so you either share them, or you say, I'm going to reserve some of these. I'm going to make a marmalade or some kind of jam out of them or a chutney or use it some other way. And then you have pits that you can plant more trees. So those those are reserves, resources for the future and to know when to plant those those seeds for the future. So during summer, you have all this opportunity to nourish, to create reserves and to share. So there's the other component in summer months, and that is selfless service. So what happens when we're in the, the very I mode, the yang, the id, the ego, sometimes we can get the best of ourselves, especially if we're working on a passion project or we're working on something that seems so close to our heart. It's easy to push everyone out of the way and to forget that our work, no matter what it is, does impact others. Our interaction with one another does impact others. And if inspired, why not be really uh, ten or mindful with it? Why not be aware, self-aware of how you're engaging with others? And for the ones that you love most, why not show up the best you can? Typically what can happen in these areas is that, especially the ones you're closest to, the ones you can be vulnerable with, you know, you're going to show your rough edges. You're not going to always be your best. However, if you have people that are tried and true and willing to see you through uh, those parts and help you transform and grow, and they're willing to see you transform and grow, this can be really powerful. That's where the growth comes in. It's affording each other this luxury, you know, afford each other to grow. Oftentimes, we're in a day and age where a lot of people are wanting to throw down uh, boundaries. They're wanting to make a line in the sand so deep that you can't ever cross it, or there are going to be some serious ramifications. If we acknowledge that our current state of affairs on planet Earth are quite out of balance, and the only way that that returns is if each self decides, hey, I'm going to start listening. I'm going to take the time, which could take the rest of your life into your next to really figure out what harmony means for you. And as you approach that, there's this opportunity to say, wow, 
now I know what it takes to keep myself in balance and am I willing to do it? So here's, here's the component where play is really helpful because oftentimes what happens when you want to be free and lounge and go to the beach and enjoy the nice weather, that's all nourishing. And then you're like, wow, I still need to tend to uh, work. I still need to tend to my family, my relationships, but I'm a little disjointed. So that structure, having that structure and time mapped out is very helpful. It's very young, very analytical to do this. Uh, and to give yourself some swirly free time, very feminine, to allow things to organically arise. This is very helpful, especially in creative process. So when you apply, cross over the two, you have this beautiful union between the yin and the yang, the ability to be in this very fluid dance with yourself and others. Now, realizing that we're not always going to all be on the same rhythm, we're not the same, we have different life lessons, we have different inner work to do, and we might step on each other's toes from time to time as we're learning to dance with ourselves, let alone dance with others. So for summertime, as we continue these alchemy segments around food, what I'd like you to do is invite you to really start to commune with your food in the sense of thinking of it as that you're making a deposit in your own bank account with what you're putting into your body. And do you feel really good about that deposit? Whatever it is. And are you willing to have a conversation? Are you willing to give food uh, a chance to, to meet you, to commune with you? And if you are, is it worth really acknowledging that this ability to nourish ourselves with food and water is very sacred and isn't something to be taken for granted. And what happens, just like a relationship, if you tend to a relationship, it'll grow, it'll deepen. The level of trust and intimacy and all those things will increase. And it's it's an opportunity to say, wow, this, this deep level of growth is here, and I feel so blessed to have that opportunity. And I have this opportunity to do it with something that I do two, three, maybe four times a day with food. So food is this beautiful gateway, a point where you can commune with, it'll respond back to you, it'll give you feedback that doesn't agree with you, that does agree with you, I need more of that, I, you don't need more of that. <laughs> and it also will show you in an instance where you're overindulging or denying self where your inner work is, where your issues are. And when that occurs, that's the opportunity for growth. So practice one, if inspired, I would like to welcome you to commune deeper with your food. Every time you sit down, really look at what am I putting in my body? Why am I putting it in? And how is this going to help me sustain throughout my day and into the next seasons? Practice number two, are you willing to think about how you want to allocate your resources in your external relationships, work, family, friends, self time, how you want to allocate your time, and are you willing to create some reserves there, and what does that look like? And this means you have one pie, 100%, and you can only allocate 100%, and highly recommend you divide up that pie and decide where you want to put your resources, including a reserve, reserving some of your energy so you have a little extra to give if you need to. 
practice number three is I would like you to see how you would like to be in selfless service. Being in service, especially in the months where we're inclined just to think of ourselves and not others, is an opportunity to get out of the way of self, really put away the ego because it's so young. What a beautiful time to say, let me soften a little bit here. Let me slow down just a little so I can harness some of this energy, make sure I'm putting it where I want to, not getting distracted, and I'm going to do for others. I'm going to practice this goodwill towards others. Then I become clearer because all of a sudden when you're in an act of service, you get out of the way of yourself. And you can see clearer where you want to resonate on a soul level. So these three practices I would love for you to explore over the next week or so and see what arises. And think of this as a longer range plan than just the immediate, I need to look great in my bikini or I want to shift my body type really fast. That's going to make me feel better. What happens is that's bypassing. Yeah, you might get a real fit body. It'll boost your self-confidence. It might give you more energy, all these things. Yet there are a lot of people out there that look perfect, meaning they look like a Barbie doll or a Ken doll. They've done everything, but they haven't taken the time to look inside and guaranteed they've uh, utilized some methods to get there in a way that aren't necessarily the healthiest because the mind is in a different place. The attention is fixated on not growing something. It's manipulating something to look a certain way because one thinks once I look this way, everything will be fixed. It's kind of like people think if I have money, everything will be better. But that's not really the truth. The truth is when our stability is there, food, water, and shelter, and currency, we have a foundation to stand on. And then we can see clearly where we are to put our attention and our energy. And we start to become in harmony with self. And we're not worried so much that, oh, I need to be this size or that size or have a facelift or augmentation to anything because we start to really adore ourselves because we're passionate and inspired about the things we're doing. So we're going to sign out with a little bit more of random rab. We're going to sign out with a riddle and I would like you to solve your riddle. What do you need to be at your best? What do you need to focus? What do you need to do to um, really indulge in some of these practices to see what happens? And until next time, this is she signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a gentle smile, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. Burn my cheeks, we ain't got no time, so let yourself go.